This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week, Justin Davis, Marty Sleva, Jared Petty is here. So much to talk about. There's this little show called the Electronic Entertainment Expo that went down in Los Angeles, the City of Angels, last week. (laughs) So much to talk about. A couple housekeeping uh, uh, notes first. Mm-hmm. This Saturday, as we mentioned a couple weeks ago, is the, the IGN house party yeah. taking place here in San Francisco. Marty, there are still a few tickets left, I believe. Yeah, we ended up selling out, and then uh, I think somehow we tricked them we into getting said, more people. We broke yeah. a lot of fire codes. We convinced them to ah. build uh, an addition, <laughs> additional room. A third yeah. floor. At the uh, studio. Yeah, we have a couple tickets left. Uh, if you go to go.ign.com slash houseparty. Yeah, uh, you can go register. It's gonna be super fun. We're having uh, Beyond Episode Four Hundred, Unlocked Episode Two Hundred. We're all gonna be there, hanging out. Yep. Uh, Dame is playing a show afterwards. It's yeah. Be great. So after that, there's even an after party uh, taking place in the evening that you don't need a ticket for, and it's totally free to get into. So even if you aren't going to the house party, mm-hmm. you're welcome to come and party with us at the after yeah. party. It's at a bar here in San Francisco called Neck of the Woods. It's in the Inner Richmond for Six Clement, eight p.m. It's gonna be really fun. Marty's gonna break dance. I'm gonna yeah. break dances. Do you Marty, Marty yeah. does the worm so well. Yeah, really. You would swear he's an invertebrate. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's scoliosis. Yeah. <laughs> you like that Dirty Vegas video, like the Days Gone By thing? Dirty Vegas? So where's ah. the after after party? That's in my place. Ooh. Mm. Don't, please don't give your address. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Am I invited? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Uh, okay. E3. What'd you guys think? It's just the best. Yeah? Yeah. It was, and so I think Ether is always fun. And I think this was a particularly good year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah this was a year that was just, uh, it was positive, yeah, and yeah. there were a lot of really cool-looking games. There were a lot of surprises. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't a whole bunch of controversy or anything. Yeah. A lot of, like, 
they uh, a lot of companies sort of took feedback from the last couple of years, and it was like, hey, uh, like Ubisoft had that comment about women in games, and then all of a sudden there's a bunch of women in games now. Like this is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's an energetic, just game packed expo. Uh, everything was very game focused. We weren't talking about other features of the consoles really. We were talking about games and what yeah. we can do with them. That was exciting. It's something people have wanted, and we just got it conference after conference after conference. Uh, the big three all showed interesting things. Even Nintendo, who had some problems in their conference, showed me a lot of handheld games I wanted to see and some neat ideas. Sony and Microsoft just both knocked it out of the park in completely different ways. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. We had good uh, material presented at the publisher conferences, uh, and then there on the show floor as well, all kinds of neat surprises. It was a, it was a wonderful mm-hmm. show. Let me ask you this: Do you guys know what games got the most media coverage during Ooh. E3? Oh, I don't know. I know this. The data <laughs> comes from. Eco, Ico Partners, and uh, it's at that all. This is like number of articles written about each game, and then the outlets are weighed by their Alexa ranking. So oh, an IGN is weighed higher than I would say. Mom and Pop's game blog, where you can almost all probably get number one. I recommend one. Mom and Pop's game. Fallout Four has got to be number one. I don't would know. Be my guess. I mean, that would be up there for me. I wouldn't guarantee it. I would say stuff like Fallout, uh, Halo, Battlefield. Battle, oh, Battlefield's probably Battlefront. Battlefront. Oh, Battlefront, jeez. Battlefront's probably way up there. Yeah. Yeah. So Fallout 4 okay. received the most media coverage. I, w- I wonder if, it, if it's, because uh, Bethesda had like two days head start. Yeah. I wonder if that's two days head start, and it already had that like really positive word of mouth starting mm-hmm. on the June 3rd uh, sort of like mm-hmm. reveal that like, hey, this is real, and more is coming out of E3. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, helps. they also, uh, I don't know, I mean, they showed us a lot of the game. It's coming yeah. out this fall. That was like yeah. This way that we, hey, we've been working on this for years and years and years. Here it is. It's almost done. Mm-hmm. Also, Fallout Shelter, which is sort of a built-in commercial from the game, gets yeah. announced at the same time, so yeah. that keeps people's minds off. It had that moment. It had that, and it's out right now yeah. moment, which is so, always yeah, super fun. You've been playing a lot of Fallout Shelter. You're yeah. reviewing it for IGN. I am. You're, you're liking it? Do you think it's okay? Uh, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see a lot of people playing it around the Yeah, office. a ton of people are playing it. Yeah. It's not a great game, but it's fun, you know, it's a fun diversion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone sure. created me in their shelter and has been tweeting me my progress uh, as, a, as an inhabitant of their cave. I'm, I can't decide if that's charming or terrifying. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you making babies? Huh? Charmifying. Uh, Actually, they're sending me out into the wasteland to kill. Yeah, um, that seems about yeah. right. There's two yeah. types of people in the world. Yeah. <laughs> we know which wasteland kind. murderers and baby makers. Yeah. We, know which kind, we know which kind Jared is. I'd rather be a baby maker. Uh, your mention is coming out this year. It's coming out the same day as Rise of the Tomb Raider. For now. Holy schmoly. So you think, you think Tomb Raider's gonna... Something's gotta give. I mean, someone's gonna, <laughs> someone's gonna blink, right? For sure. There's no way. Okay, I mean... I mean I would that be the weirdest thing that's ever happened? It's, if you blink, where thing? do you go? Do you go? There's nowhere to go. Halo, yeah. Uh, yeah. Battlefront, Call of Duty. Like it's there's too many games. Maybe they're just counting on everybody having hundred and twenty dollars in their pocket that particular day. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the yeah. thing. Like there's a lot of games coming out uh, early 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, my brain is escaping, but I feel like we saw that. Yeah, Quantum Break, Uncharted. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. early 2016, early 2016, which sounds like man, like you're gonna miss the holiday season. But it's like, do you want to go up against Hall of Duty, Call of Duty, and Star Wars and Halo and like some of the biggest franchises? in all of video games. It's like, you gotta get out of the there way. There should be a Call of Duty game that's like Gone Home where you don't fire a bullet and it could be called Hall of Duty. Ooh. Just oh. going around a hallway. Yeah. Doing mm. your duty. No? You're not gonna play it? No, I'm not gonna play it. All right, well, that's friendship over. I enjoy duty. <laughs> duty and honor. That you, can be fun. you just do chores. Yeah. So, I'll t- I'm totally gonna play both Tomb Raider and Fallout 4. Yeah. I'm gonna play Tomb Raider first. Yes. Because it's gonna be shorter. Yeah, you're gonna be able to get through experience. it in like 20 hours probably. And then Fallout 4, I'm just gonna play. Forever? 
and yeah, just, just probably. Just we'll build a house in the middle of the desert. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. make babies. I'm Killed. gonna kill everyone around me. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about Fallout 4? The reveal, the big gameplay reveal. I enjoyed the gameplay reveal. Yeah. I, I, thought, I thought they did a good job with that. I liked seeing they, they did a good. Uh, they showed us familiar things. You know, we saw mm-hmm. dogs and Mr. Handy and things we recognized, but then they show us a really neat reinterpretation of Boston. I like the idea of, of a you know a flying USS Constitution. It looks like the area wasn't nearly as devastated by nuclear weapons as some of the other places we've seen. Well, or maybe it's farther in the future. Yeah. Although you're right that the old buildings are still there, but I really like that you saw like blue skies and some yeah. kind of green grass. And it's, it's, they're yeah. going to do some interesting things with the story of that game, I think, if it is a little bit farther in the future and things are kind of starting to... Yeah. There's a little bit more like society in place. I actually really like that about New Vegas, too. Like, there's actually a big <laughs> city with electricity, and that was really mm. cool. Um, yeah, I think they're talking about two centuries after the, the Holocaust is what they're shooting for. Yeah. Well, isn't that... Yeah. Well, I guess I don't recall the specific Fallout 3 timeline, but that's mm-hmm. similar, isn't it? Uh, fairly, yeah. yeah. Mm. What do you think about the voiced protagonist? Um, I think it's cool. I mean, yeah. the, 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 you know, Bethesda's full of really talented writers, so um, I don't mind that too much. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, I think it's they have to figure out where, you know, how to keep their products relevant and feeling new, feeling fresh. Um, I'm actually replaying Fallout 3 right now, mm. and it's funny how, like, games start to feel old little bit by little bit over time. Like, Fallout 3, I don't think felt old three or four or five years ago, but um, now, now it's kind of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, certain advancements come on if... if some shooter comes out and totally sort of redefines and sets the new benchmark for everyone does something like this, like aiming down the sights or something, uh, then any game before that that doesn't do it sort of makes it weird. I feel like it's an abomination before God and man. Wow. Yeah, yeah we, know, really we, know, we know, we know I, Jared's I, thoughts I on voice. I don't like voice in games for the most part. For like any, like even like characters that you're talking to? I prefer subtext or prefer text most of the time. I, I don't like hearing people talk in my games. So you really like n- Nintendo games? I, I do like I Nintendo bet. games. Uh, Jared, you're being motioned to adjust your collar on oh, your shirt. Oh, uh, oh dear. Okay, I'm having motion. I don't Goodness think gracious to... me. That's from <laughs> Star Wars. Ooh. He yep. is kind of he's, he's like a Swedish C-3PO. Oh. Swede 3 po I'd like the Swede 3PO. Imagine the C-3PO costume I'd have to cram into, though. It would be like so mm. fat. Yeah. Be More like Baymax, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, One thing about the voice protagonist is it's relatively easy or just free to let you play as a man or a woman in previous Bethesda games. Sure, be whatever you want. Be a cat, be a man, be a woman. Um, be not, not Fallout. Elder Scrolls. Oh, okay. Um, but now to, it, that suddenly becomes a much, much bigger, like, okay, everything that you just did, do it again. Mm-hmm. Someone else has to record 10,000 more lines yeah. of dialogue just yeah. for the whatever percentage of people that want to play as a woman. But um, it's good. Good on them. Yeah, I think so. I agree. I thought the character creator seemed really cool. Yeah, yeah I like the framing of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how you're in front of the mirror and you're sort of just. Yeah, yeah. It, creative character creators are, are fun like that. Uh, things where they kind of bend the mold a bit. I'll go all the way back to like Ultima Four, where you're taking like a tarot card test, mm-hmm. and that determines what yeah. class you're going to be. Or I like when they, they kind of go outside and do something mm-hmm. uh, fun with it. I agree. Yeah. And they announced uh, there is going to be a second screen app. Yeah. Along with the real Pit Boy that comes with the collector's edition. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Take your phone in that Pit Boy. Yeah. I like uh, he. What was Todd Howard's exact words? He said, "You know, I know people think about this stuff as a stupid fucking gimmick, <laughs> but if that's the case, we're gonna have the best stupid fucking gimmick there's ever been." And I'm like, "That's yeah. pretty dope." Yeah. yeah. They owned it. That's adorable. And I actually think, um, I think they did a great job. Like, we saw a lot of that game, 20 minutes plus. And so we saw, you know, deep dives into some of it, but we kind of still don't know anything about it. Like, they struck that balance between, like, there's huge questions about not just the story, but gameplay systems Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, every aspect of the game. Although it looks like a Minecraftian Yeah, then they sort of are just like, it's like everything that Fortnite's doing. Fort. Yeah, yeah. Beat me to the party. Yeah, it's insane. It's like, hey, a small part of Fallout is Fortnite. It's like, yeah. oh man, that's that's just gun customizations, insane. just endless mm-hmm. number of yeah. guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And just giving you something like, to do with all the crap you collect. I, mm-hmm. I like that. That's great. Do you think you're going to be on the guide for this, Jared? Uh, I think there's a good chance I'll end up on the guide for this one. We can yeah. call him Heaven back. help whoever has <laughs> to do it. doing the guide again. It's, it's been a while since I've done a really big guide, so I'm guessing my time has is, is probably swung back around again. Oh my goodness gracious. All right, what game during E3 got the second most media coverage? Star Wars. Uh, Final Fantasy VII. Shenmue. Remake. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. Remake! Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, the game opens. That was a really big deal. Yeah, that was insane. Uh, that f- CG trailer, uh, I think, did a lot to sort of show people like what the tone of this is going to be. Uh, it's very much in line with uh, what Final Fantasy has become through the 13 series, and then with 15, where it draws in modern clothing and sort of modern, like the city looks modern. Like it's still Midgar, but people are wearing suits and people are yeah, wearing yeah. like vests, and the train looks like a regular train. Uh, but yeah, this is these quick glimpses of everything that's familiar about the opening, you know, couple hours of the game, and then at the end you see Cloud and Barrett. Um, I'm so glad to hear it's a remake. Is we're talking about a game mm-hmm. that was made 18 years ago, yeah. and the things that made it impressive 18 years ago, uh, when you look at them now, are not nearly as impressive. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to find new things for us to do. There's a lot of that game that really could use some revision. The materia yeah. system has some problems. The story's an absolute mess. Uh, I can't remember. It may have been Scott Sharkey who said it's kind of like playing Mad Libs with the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the, and they're, I think they're going to have to find ways to, to make it more palatable. Yeah. I also think they will find those ways. Yeah, uh, definitely. Know. Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, they've said that this isn't just a visual upgrade. This is a mechanical upgrade and a story upgrade. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even imagine the amount of work. Like the CG trailer was gorgeous, That's but it's like, thing. okay, now you have to make the entire video game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's my theory. Uh, at PlayStation Experience last December, mm-hmm. Sony or uh, Square Enix came on stage and said, we're bringing Final Fantasy VII to PS4, but it's the PC port. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, everybody was so disappointed. Yep. And it was a big debacle. Yeah. So I think in between December and E3, <laughs> they decided to finally really remake yeah. Final Fantasy VII, and they had enough time to put the CG Trailer together, and that's literally all that they've done. Yeah, I've, I've been feeling so this game isn't coming like, for a very long time. So midway through the game, are they going to kill Cloud or Tifa this time? Uh, I would, lo- I would love if they <laughs> kill another <laughs> character. Uh, yeah, that might. And uh, I mean, also, will Yuffie be tolerable? Yeah. Um, those, 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 she was tolerable. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. There's a lot of so, characters not that tolerable. She had socks. That if they can get it out in two years, that'll be the 20th, 20th anniversary. anniversary. Yeah. yeah. So that's a nice package. But yeah. Still, like they have to complete. They just have to make. A new game. Yeah, I mean, I mean if they, they can get Final Fantasy 15 and Kingdom Hearts 3 out in two years, I'll be happy. Like, let but alone. They probably won't do. They, they won't do. Well, I mean, I guess I can't say what they won't do, but it doesn't seem like they would do pre-rendered backgrounds again with polygonal characters, right? Like, they'll probably just do a full 3D yeah, world. I think. I think, I, I think looking at look at the episode Dusk Sky demo of Final Fantasy 15, and I sure. think the game's gonna be like that. Uh, also, I think this will almost take the place of Final Fantasy 16. I think there will still be a Final Fantasy 16, but I think this is where the resources are going, I as opposed to whatever that unannounced project is. I mean, I always, I liked Final Fantasy 7. I played it, it was one of the first PS1 games I played, but I, 9 has always been the one that's been near and dear to my heart, so mm-hmm. I kind of could take or leave. You You're know, I, I liked Midgar a lot, and that was actually the rest of the game. Once you left that city, um, I was kind of... You yeah. You're a Steiner boy. Well, they took they took Crisis Core and took that kind of mess that was 7 and did something really new mm-hmm. and interesting with it. So they've proven they can't. Yeah. And I really I feel like that that this there's good reason to hope that this is going to be a really yeah. Nice Square's game. done a pretty good job of turning the ship around the last couple of years with everything they've shown from 15 and Type Zero and Kingdom Hearts three fixing Final Fantasy fourteen fixing Final yeah, yeah Heaven Sword mm-hmm. we talked to them at E three and they at least seem sincere in their yeah. intentions to like yeah totally want to do it right like so, so. Yeah. Uh, the third most popular game might surprise you it was Doom Ooh. from Bethesda oh. which yeah. I'm yeah. not really. 
Like, uh, I need a little bit more, usually from my first-person shooters, than just shooty-shooty yeah. uh, action. But I thought that demo looked really fun. That was, I was like, yeah. Shooty-shooty action would be a good name for a game. Yeah, and okay. I played that game. it's a free-to-play iPhone game, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and this is shooty-shooty-shooty action. Yeah, yeah. This, this is because I like is... I like like uh, fun gore stuff. Like mm -hmm. I, I've always oh, totally. like. I mean, the yeah. shooters are swinging back that way, right? Like Serious yeah. Sam is coming back, and Doom is back, and Unreal Tournament. Wolfenstein and, and Unreal Tournament's coming back. Yeah. And even uh, Advanced Warfare's multiplayer kind of had a had a twitchy feel to it, mm -hmm. uh, uh, moving in that series. And I'm, I'm happy for that. I want to see something quicker. It, it, this is a kind of a reactionary thesis. Uh, the, the, the shooter genre has gotten a little stale. It'll be nice to mm -hmm. swing back and experiment with uh, yeah. using new technology to, on some old gameplay principles. And I like what I saw there in the demo. I mean, everything's I everything's cycle, right? Like, yeah. slow and plodding gears in Halo. Or, it's not neither good nor bad, but it's like they, they had their decade and yeah. now we're back. The pendulum sort of, shifts. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Swings? Shifts? I don't know how the pendulum yeah. works. The, the question for this one's going to be, it's been a while since anybody's tried or successfully pulled off a Twitch shooter with a controller. That's that's the reason they slowed down in the first place. Hmm. Uh, controllers are what slowed shooters down because it is harder to aim with that right yeah. stick than it is with a mouse. And so they slowed the game down to, to compensate for that. Are you going to be able to pull this off on a console now? And that's that's something I wondered about. Yeah, I thought we saw it looked really really cool, but it's like our, our millions of gamers going to go plunk sixty dollars down for you know a campaign that's uh, juvenile is too mean. But it's like you're fighting demons of hell, and like twenty years ago or twenty five years ago, it's like all right, but now it's kind of like yeah. well, I mean, but Wolfenstein the, worked. Uh, building your own maps. Wolfenstein did work. That's in true. the multiplayer looks looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's true. That feature right. did look really yeah. really dope. And I think it's applied to uh, John Carmack. This quote, I believe it was him who said, you know, you're. Back in the 90s, you said uh, your average video game needs about as much plot as your average porno. Yeah. Um, there's something to be said for that kind of storytelling minimalism. After Call of Duty Ghosts, I just wanted to throw up uh, at video game stories. So I I'm okay with this just being like, they're demons and they're bad, shoot them. Yeah. Yeah. You've had a lot of quotes this episode. I like it. I, I like the quotes. Yeah. Smarter people than I am uh, have a lot of neat things to say. So Who said that? Quotes are for. Uh, I did. Oh. Quoted himself. Yeah. <laughs> Winston Churchill. Yeah. That believe, guy had some quotes. I believe it was the great Swede, Jared Petty, who said. <laughs> the great Swede. Uh, number four was Shinu 3, which yeah. was a publicity stunt. Um, so, yeah. so it's not too surprising that I got yeah. a lot of coverage. Yeah. Um, but that was a little, I thought it was a little strange to uh, bring a Kickstarter project out on the stage for this, you know, multi-billion dollar company's yeah. presentation. I, I sort of feel, and it's obvious that Sony is funding the game, and we actually know that now, yeah. mm -hmm. that they're providing, you know, what, 95% of the money it'll take to make yeah. that game. It's a little bit like, I, I don't, I'm, I don't want to be more of a party pooper than I already am, but it's kind of like, why are you kickstarting this? And why are people giving to the Kickstarter? Why are you pooping on my party? Because they are me. That's why. Because they want it to happen. Yeah, uh, now, the, the, it, yeah I know you're right about that. Um, I don't know why it was wrapped up in this. Uh, again, it was a publicity stunt. If you just said Shenmue 3 and not made it have this groundswell of popular uh, popularity show yeah. through the rapid increase of the Kickstarter, maybe people will be able to ask more questions. Now they look and say, oh, there is an interest. I, I don't know. I don't care. I'm just happy I'm getting it. Shenmue sure. is an absolute mess, but I love it. Yeah, yeah it's I a mean... And if you're giving 50, 60 bucks to this, that's what you're going to pay for the game whenever it comes out anyway. Yeah. So. so right, but there's, so there's a big movement to not pre-order because companies break their promises and why, you know, just pay, pay $60. The game comes out, you pay $60. There's a big, you know, that's a very popular thing these days, and yet Kickstarter doesn't have that same sort of negative connotation. Yeah, I think uh, Kickstarter still, you have a sense of uh, ownership or a sense of I am helping make this happen. Helping that mm -hmm. indie company. <laughs> you Suzuki, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, whereas you know, it, uh, pre-order just feels like you're helping yeah. Walmart. I do. I actually kickstart a lot of stuff, but I try to be really selective about like this might not happen. I want this to happen, and it might not mm -hmm. happen if they don't get my money. With a lot of board games, are very tiny indie games um, or stuff like uh, 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 like Pillars of Eternity, for mm -hmm. example. Yeah. Next up, uh, sticking with Sony, The Last Guardian. Yeah. Bird I really like that. <coughs> I really like that demo. Yeah, uh, I heard a lot of naysayers saying that. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, this is the thing. Uh, this game has built that mystique around it, and no matter what they showed, uh, people were going to be like, "Well, that wasn't as good as what I wanted." And it's like, yeah. well, you're not or it looks exactly the same as when we last saw it. And it's like, well, yeah. What, what do you want? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think it was. I mean, Sony opening up their conference with it, I thought was awesome. Uh, I think the game looks gorgeous. Looked different than anything else that was there. Yeah, that's what I, I think. It has really strong art direction. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not the like. Doesn't have the most graphics or whatever. Like the <laughs> most realistic. People upset about feather rendering. I guess. I thought the feathers looked fine. Yeah, I thought so too. I don't know. That's like a, an impressionist painting. Uh, it doesn't have the most graphics. Doesn't have the most graphics. I don't know what does have the most graphics. I think the art choice of having a very realistically rendered world and realistically rendered bird dog or whatever is. Do we have like an actual? <laughs> His name's Trico. But I will call him Bird Dog until I yeah. die. Mm -hmm. uh, so them, them being realistic and the and the little kid being uh, you know cell shaded or uh, rotoscoped or whatever that technique is. Um, I don't know how I feel about those two I, styles. I, I didn't notice much of a juxtaposition. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I thought it worked really well. But again, it's a tiny little slice. Who knows what it looks like when you're two hours into it? Mm -hmm. um, but it, I thought it worked in the, in that light. Uh, I like the contrast, honestly. What if the character's also, art style changes as he grows up? Ooh, That's an idea for a game. Don't take that. Don't take that. Don't. I don't know so, the camera. You said it out None loud. Of you take it. You said it out loud. Platonic. So, yeah, exactly. Platonic. The genie's out of the bottle. <laughs> Put it back in. <laughs> the next That's game. Yeah. The next game may surprise you. Hitman. Oh wow! Just not in that. Just in that it would be more popular than. That's very surprising. Number six, six now. Six. Yeah. Six is Hitman. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Especially which since, is now just Hitman. Yeah. And also Hitman wasn't until. Tuesday? Yeah. Correct? At the Square mm -hmm. Conference? Square, yeah. So I like Hitman. Yeah. Right. And I think what they're doing with this sounds very interesting. They're doing something very different. They're mm -hmm. sort of uh, taking the games as service approach where they're planning like all this downloadable content. You know, you know there's not really... The way I understand it is there isn't uh, just like a campaign that you play through and it's over. Mm -hmm. They're just going to be constantly giving you new missions and contracts yeah. every week, but it's all free. Yeah. Like you still just have to buy the game once and then you're going to get all this new content for free. Yeah, and it's a $60 console. game. It takes place after the last game, Absolution, mm -hmm. but it's, it's kind of just, it's, now you're just being a hitman yeah. taking on contracts. And if if that fun. works out, if, if they're able to roll content out regularly and it's high quality, I love the watercolor aspect of that. Yeah. The fact that I'll be able to come in one yeah. week and there's a new mission and we're all coming in Monday talking about what we did over the weekend yeah. and, and then we come back with the same context a week later. That yeah, sounds like fun. I mean, that's part of the thing that's keeping people around Destiny mm -hmm. is that they're being mm -hmm. IV-dripped new stuff all the time. Uh, what's interesting about this is it sounded like they were really going to listen to feedback and so I'm interested if the game comes out on December 8th, I think, December yeah. 9th, one of those days. Yeah. Uh, if Which people play it... Questionable time. Can be difficult Yeah, time, it's a little yeah. late. Uh, but if people play it and are like, man, we love this mission and unanimously everyone loves the Rio mission. Yeah, if right. they look at that and are like, okay, People love this because of A, B, and C, and then they start adding that to levels that they're working on currently. Like I think that's really cool. Yeah. But it's also like how like the promise of this is incredible, but like what's the execution? So it's like if they learn the on execution, <laughs> if they learn on December fifteenth that oh everyone loves this mission and keeps replaying it, does that mean you get that content? 
like not January 15th, right? February, March, April. Yeah, I don't like, know. it takes a while. Then. Yeah, like it seems really, really challenging to be able to add anything to a video well, game. So I, I don't know what their tools look like, or I'm just curious to learn more. That's yeah. that Destiny comparison. Yeah, I mean, that's been the problem there. It's, a, it's been a trickle, and then a lot of what's come out hasn't satisfied people. So the, I do think it sounds really cool. I mean, there's been games, um, the one that keeps coming to mind, I know there's maybe better examples, but the recent SSX was like that. It was like a live game as a service and had sort of events running all the time. Um, I forgot that was a game. Yeah, I know. Um, the game itself is kind of so-so, but that aspect of it I thought really, really worked. Yeah, they can do time stuff where uh, you have a contract live for a day, you have yeah. like one day to find this and guy and, really cool. and if, yeah. if you yeah. don't find him, you miss out. It sounds like they almost have like, you can almost play horse in the game where like yeah. you're like, I was able to do this yep. yeah. uh, using these things, let's see if you can do it. Yeah, I think that yeah. sounds really good. Cool. And then finally, the next one is Star Wars Battlefront. Yep. Okay. We know, really I'm surprised that wasn't higher. Yep. Uh, yeah, that was our... Maybe it's because like, we've, we've seen it, yeah, knew about it for a while. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a big surprise. All of that yeah. demo was very cool. Yeah, yeah I, I want to ask good. you guys about that demo because I didn't get to play it. And I had that Freudian slip at the beginning of the podcast and said Battle, uh, Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me, uh, looking at it from a distance, of a reskin Battlefield. Kind of, kind of linear, kind of narrow. Uh, it, was the experience more open than what I'm seeing? Yeah, I mean, so what did you, which demo are you talking about? The uh, Hoth I'm, the I'm talking about the Hoth demo that, that I saw people uh, uh, talking about. I thought game. it was very open. Yeah, yeah. now people are zipping all around in TIE yeah. Fighters. Zapping around. Zip zopping. Yeah. Zip um, zopping all around. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's more than a reskin because it takes so many little things from the original trilogy and mm-hmm. it makes you feel from like the, the effects that are sort of they look like the effects that were used in the movie to the sound effects, um, just to sort of the the, just the prop design. Almost. Yeah, it's like the most Star Wars thing mm-hmm. where um, they had their terrible marketing term for it. What did they call it? Uh, the scanning in of photo photogrammetry, or maybe that's like a real word, but it sounds made up. Um, but basically, instead of they use this photography, it's my, it's my kraut rock band. Yeah. Instead of <laughs> instead of a three D modeler building an X wing, they're actually like scanning and using the actual X wing that shows up in Star Wars, like that exact model. Mm-hmm. And so that gives it that like extra level. So also, of, what they did in the uh, NES Star Wars game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the old the old Atari uh, Star Wars game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and stuff like uh, when blasters hit the wall, they explode in like a shower of fake looking sparks, sparks because yeah. that's what they did in the movie. And that stuff really like even if you're not like consciously picking up on it, like it's there and mm-hmm. it really like. You're in Star Wars mm-hmm. in a way that you never really have before. How did the experience contrast with Battlefront 2, uh, which is one of my very favorite Star Wars games? Well, you like Battlefront 2 more than one? Uh, I did, yeah. It's cray-cray. Um, I mean, I, I only got to play one round, but uh, I wasn't a huge Battle two, or Battlefront 2 fan, okay. honestly. How was it different? Can you, can you draw a contrast? Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, it felt, like to me, it felt better to be on the ground than it did in the air. Okay. Um, I don't know how you guys felt, but... Uh, I feel like the, the vehicular stuff can still use a bit of work. Uh, one thing I really liked was these sort of world events that just happen uh, depending on the tide of the battle. And so if the rebels are, are you know, have the upper hand on the Empire, then this massive Star Trek story is going to crash into the map. Like in the background mm. in the skybox? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's so smart, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Instead of having some HUD element that tells you, hey, the rebels are ahead, just have yeah. it happening in the background of the scene. Yeah. 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 It's like one of those ideas that like, once you hear about it, you're like, I can't believe this has been done mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Although uh, I was a little troubled by the fact that I don't think canonically a Star Destroyer can enter the upper atmosphere. Well, like you know that. what, Jared? <laughs> okay. What do you mean right. it can't? What do you, what if it canonically, just you don't have Boba Fett on Hoth tearing <laughs> shit up yeah. either, so it's fine. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited that this uh, next game received so much attention. Dishonored 2. 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another game uh, with a playable man and woman, but they led with the female. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mm-hmm. remember her name off the top of my head. Yeah, it's um, the little girl from the beginning of. I mean, I like, it's like a CG trailer, right? So it's like, yeah, who the heck just, knows what the game is. But it's is. also just like, good to know this is coming. Yeah, really but like the mood Dishonored. setting that they did was so strong. Yep. Like the mood of Dishonored was probably the best thing about that game and to show that they really understood that. And even their booth at E3, mm-hmm. I don't know if you snapped any photos of it or anything, mm-hmm. but uh, it was like wood floors yep. and like wallpaper and like a fireplace and yeah. like it shows that they really uh, take that aspect of the game seriously. Yeah, nice. Yeah, really cool. Um, I, th- that was a, I was really happy that we saw a glimpse of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah, it's Dishonored is one of those just incredible games from a couple years back. Yeah, I'm also excited to play the Definitive Edition. Yeah, so am I. Yeah, I think a lot of people miss it. It was it came out in a busy year. Um, oh yeah, I missed it. Maybe I should play that. Yeah, Dishonored sounds like if they do it right, it's going to be a, a game that aspiring video game creators should take a look at because apparently going to be going through the same levels whether you're playing as a male or female character, mm-hmm. but they have different power sets, which means they're going to have to have levels that are able to be solved through mm-hmm. different yeah. methods. That that's that's that that kind of level design if they pull it off. Yeah, well, that should be really, really cool. interesting to study. Yeah. I'd like to see what they come up with. If you play as both Lost Vikings style. Okay, uh, anything. When you say Lost Vikings style, I'm sold. That, that's such a, there aren't enough games like that. <laughs> is Lost Vikings a rare game? No, uh, it's a Blizzard no, game. No, it's a Blizzard, Blizzard game. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, the last two games are Halo 5. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's another game with a, with a lead with a female protagonist. I mean, you play as multiple characters, but you're a squad mate. I'm thinking of Gears. You're thinking Gears. Yeah. 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 gracious. But yeah. there is, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that was a cool demo. I was surprised they showed uh, Locke, like Locke said, like they didn't show a Master Chief. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a man, I'm a, I would assume they're saving that for Gamescom, probably, mm-hmm. like a, a Chief a single player demo. Uh, everything looked cool. Game looked yeah. gorgeous. I like the the squad. I like the banter between them. Uh, I actually really, really respect three four three for uh, having the balls to like change up the multiplayer as much as they are. Like I love Halo. I've played many, many thousands of matches of Halo multiplayer, but. When I played Master Chief Collection, it was just like, this is starting to feel a little old and dated. Like, you've got to do something to, mm-hmm. to clean this up. And they're stuck in this weird spot where the hardcore Halo fans don't want them to ever change anything. Yeah. But there's fewer and fewer of them with each game. Like, more and more people are peeling off onto other games. And so, what I've seen of Halo 5 multiplayer looks fantastic. I think the single player looks fantastic. Um, I think the, the plot conceit of Master Chief being a, a fugitive is dumb as hell. Mm. <laughs> I think it's just incredibly like he literally saved the earth and there's a statue there's like a memorial to him of saving the entire planet but no now he's gone off the we gotta get the chief he's gone rogue I mean, yeah he's gone rogue it's so dumb I think, I think it'd be cool I think dueling narrators unreliable narrators I think it'd be cool yeah I, it's just an excuse to you know bring you don't in, get, just cause you save the world you don't get carte blanche for the rest of your James, life you can't just walk James, in the store James, and like you, can't, you can't spit on a barista and like <laughs> you get if you save the planet yeah, that does not excuse you from spitting on a barista. Now, I'm Admiral, not saying it excuses Admiral the Kirk behavior, but they're not going to yeah. hunt you down. Yes, he they blew, will. He you blew spit on the Enterprise. Why do you keep bringing that up? Were you spit on when yeah. you were a barista? A couple times, actually. <laughs> man, the Kree Enterprise crazy came man. back because he saved the world, brought the whales back, everything for Yeah. It's okay. I think you. I think you are insane. I think everything about that game looks incredible. I can't. It just sounds it's so dumb. It's such a dumb like thing to hang the hat of that game on. I hope you get spit on one. It's day. a shooter. <laughs> I, I, I mean, d- dumb kind of ghosts with the territory. Again, yeah. at least it's not. At least it's not ghosts. Finally, what do you think the tenth most popular game? Super Mario Maker. What the media was? Oh, I hope so. Not that. Oh. <laughs> Is that on here? No Nintendo. Well, game. we already talked about no Nintendo, Nintendo game in the top ten. Uh, uh, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. Oh, weird. Okay. What? Are, what? 
That's oh, weird. Oh, Isn't that weird? That I don't know. Strange. More than Mario? Well, dude, we'll get to this. But like, <laughs> Nintendo games just didn't get a lot of coverage. Yeah, yeah. My new Wii arrived in the mail today. Um, what happened to your old Wii? Huh? I, I've just been stealing <laughs> one from work for a long time and using it. Nice. So I finally um, bought one from Mario Maker. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah. Sucks, uh That trailer looked cool. Yeah, yeah. I like. I, I liked the last game in spite of its uh, problems with yeah. bosses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they say that they're addressing that. So sure. if we get the that same level of game with even better bosses. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Mankind divided. Uh, Human Revolution was absolutely one of the big surprises of last gen. That game had no right to be as good as it was. <laughs> Deus Ex is such a beloved. <laughs> Uh, you know, brand and name that people are so protective of, and the new game comes out and does make big changes to it, but then people really embrace it because it, it's obvious that they understand the heart of what makes Deus Ex, mm-hmm. Deus Ex, everybody loved it, mm-hmm. and Can Divided looks like it's going to be another sort of incredible, uh, you know, heavy adventure in that world. I love that they didn't back down from using the term mechanical apartheid. Mm-hmm. Um, that was such an easy, like, that was the test of being like, we apologize. We weren't trying to be insensitive. But they're like, no, we're trying to tell like an important story about what happens to humankind when they're put up, you know, against the brink. And I'm like, yeah, all right, let's do this. It was a strange E3 to see two tendrils of the John Romero legacy playing themselves <laughs> out in 2015 yeah, with right. Doom on one side and the Deus Ex, you know, his yeah. greatest triumph, and then Deus Ex, which was the one bright spot that grew out of his greatest failure, and yeah. they're both here at the same. I actually show. can't recall. I don't know his exact name, but one of the executives, one of the creative executives on the game, I interviewed them at E3, and uh, they said that they're really there's still the huge emphasis on stealth and mm-hmm. hacking, but they're they're focusing a lot of their attention on buttoning up that combat tree, that combat pillar of the mm-hmm. game, so that if you want to play this game more action-oriented, going guns blazing, like they said in the last game, technically you could play action or stealth, but really you kind of had to play stealth. Yeah. It wasn't an option to just go tear shit up, and now they mm-hmm. say that that will be like a viable path through the game, or you can still sort of climb through ducks or mm-hmm. be the yeah. sneaky hacker. So. Also, you're supposed to now really be able to have a no-kill playthrough, yeah. like, even mm-hmm. the bosses. Yeah, so, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that's uh, you know, if they're able to execute on that vision, I'm confident, I believe in that team, I believe that they will, um, absolutely a game of the year. That's contender. great. Yeah. That's, that's one that's early 2016, right, mm-hmm. I think? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, next spring. Now, what about the conferences? Mm-hmm. Bethesda kicked things off on Sunday uh, with their first conference. Yeah. But that's because they had this really special lineup. Yeah. That's, that seemed to me to, to be the stars aligning. Do they come back next year? Does someone that's else I mean, want to take that spot next that's year? That's a really good question. It depends uh, on if they have an Elder Scrolls game ready, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't think <laughs> we're going to be anywhere near <laughs> the yeah. ES6. Uh, I mean, Bethesda is the Bethesda used to be the studio that had uh, Elder Scrolls and Fallout, and then kind of a bunch of other random weird stuff. Yeah. But they're totally not anymore, right? Like Dishonored is another gigantic pillar. Yeah, for them. I mean, if, mm-hmm. if and, next year we Doom, like, yeah, if next year we see uh, more Dishonored, if we see maybe they're doing something else with Wolfenstein, yep. maybe something else with Evil Within, like yeah, I think you could. You know, nothing's going to be Fallout Four, but yeah. I, I, I think. You can yeah. absolutely do no one. They're those. not the house of just those open world. A new IT or a new revival. That's yeah, totally. See whatever happened to to Prey. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Prey Two doesn't exist anymore, but maybe yeah. that team has to be doing something. <laughs> that makes me so yeah. sad. Yeah, don't be sad. Uh, what about Microsoft and Sony? I thought both were really strong. Yeah. I'd give. I I would probably give the slight edge to Sony only because their exclusives interest me more than Halo and uh, Gears of War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just what what you prefer in that case. Both came out and talked about lots and lots of interesting games. Microsoft was just ba bam, ba bam, game, 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 yeah. and a lot of that was messaging, making up for for the you know total mess they made a couple of years before. Mm-hmm. Sony's was a little more offbeat and quirky and full of things that were hard to believe were even happening. Yeah, uh, uh, but I think both were impacted in different ways. Yeah, I think. Both I think well. I, 
Go ahead. I think Sony absolutely had the better conference. Like, it was full of shock and awe with Shenmue and Final Fantasy and, uh, and Last good. Guardian, and, you know, then on and on it went. But then you look at it like, okay, so what games do they have coming out? We're going to see yeah. Final Fantasy mm-hmm. in years. Yeah, Last Guardian. Next year. They Last did Guardian. Not, they did not fill the gaping hole in their fall. So it's no, like, absolutely. Then, then it's like, what's coming out this fall? Like, Microsoft, their conference wasn't as like, like but we know we're going to be playing Rare Replay. We're yeah. going to be playing Halo, like, Forza, Tomb Raider. They, they very yeah. much have a much more uh, rock yeah, solid game lineup. Yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, yeah Microsoft was great. Uh, it was a 2015 conference, and then it had some mm-hmm. things like uh, uh, Recore, the uh, KG no Fune game, yep, right? Which looked cool. Yeah, uh, the, really the, cool. The, the the Rare Pirate game looks mm-hmm. cool. Sea of Thieves. Cuphead. Sea of Thieves. Cuphead looks great. Uh, but then, Cuphead was. Do you guys play that? Yeah, I it was great. you liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. I've heard contrast. I'm really interested. I want to play it now because some people really liked it. Some people really didn't. It kind of looks like they people talk about being a boss city game, kind of alien soldier ish. Uh, Yeah, they they made the mistake of making their E3 demo way too hard. Um, Which, like, not that you're a bunch of sissies that want easy games, but like you you come up, you play a game, die, 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 and then you walk away, and you're like, well. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, I, that game live was incredible. Yeah, okay. um, but then you know, Sony conference was a lot of hey, please wait a little bit, and we'll give you Uncharted Four uh, Horizon looked mm. incredible. The new Gorilla game. I'm still so excited about No Man's Sky. Yeah, No Man's uh, Sky Horizon. Um, yeah, I almost forgot. To me, that was probably the <laughs> surprise of E3. Um, they they still didn't put any sort of like release date on No Man's Sky, did they? No, no, nope, still not. Nothing concrete. Yeah, and they were weird about it. Too. How many He's times like, do they keep showing that game? It's like. Yeah, I mean, it looks awesome. Oh, yeah. I want to play it, but like, they don't really show us a lot of new stuff. Yeah, every time. maybe, maybe, well, I'm, maybe I'm reading too much into it. But the No Man's Sky thing was like, we want to tell you the release date, but we have to wait. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? What does that mean? Yeah, like, I think they said that at the PC conference. The specific way they phrase it. Maybe was sort the of release date is at the center of the universe. Whoa! Whoa. Uh, man, that game looks so good. It yeah. does. Maybe Can't video. wait. I can't wait. Now Nintendo, I think had a very weak showing. It's your E3. Yeah, I put up my fist here. No, uh, I, you guys first. I I agree. Um, Star Fox looks cool. Uh, Does it playing it? Yes, it looks cool. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the uh, like 30 different ways you have to control that game using the gyro sensor, using the using the screen on the gamepad. Uh, it was very cumbersome. It was tough as someone who plays a lot of games and adores Star Fox 64. Uh, there was a whole lot going on, and it was really tough for me to sort of grasp my hand my head around it. Uh, Jose got it right away. He's just better than me. I'm a, I'm a fake gamer. Mm-hmm. Um, and the 3DS stuff, some of it looked cool. Zelda looked cool. Um, the, uh, the, Mario, the Paper Mario slash Mario Luigi game really looked smart. cool. Yeah. Mario Maker, I think, is going to be rad. But, man, I think that, that A, not having Zelda there hurt a lot. And yeah. B, the Metroid thing the Metroid being thing this 3DS so game that I don't really want yeah. hurt a lot. I, I came out a little on the other end of this. I wrote about this on the site. Uh, we, we reviewed that conference, and I think very fairly pointed out that there were some real problems with it. But I do a lot of handheld gaming, and the D, uh, 3DS is the last place I have left for new first-party handheld stuff, and half their conference was dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. That made me happy. Mm-hmm. I saw game after game after game. I thought, I'm going to play this during my commute this year. I can't wait for Paper Jam. Uh, I'm interested in seeing what a new Metroid looks like. I, I like the idea of a new Animal Crossing game, and on and on down the list of, of things they showed us. There. Those were all games I'm going to play. Mario Maker, I love game makers, so that just grabbed me at the core. I, they finally did something <clears throat> with that stupid pad. Mm-hmm. Uh, that really grabs me. Like yeah. they finally here at what's probably the end of its life cycle, they found something wonderful to do with it. And uh, as game design tools on consoles are inherently clunky, but that has the potential to make it yeah. really, really wonderful. And the sharing aspects built right into the console, good with that. Uh, I like a lot. Of I'm interested in the Star Fox game again. The control weirdness, mm-hmm. eh, I don't know. Yeah. So I was, 
I was actually pretty happy with that conference. It, it wasn't, I understand somebody wanting more, but they told us Zelda wasn't going to be there yeah. a long time ago, and they showed me 10 games that I'm going to play this year. Two of the totally trailers were in Japanese without subtitles. Yeah, yeah but it's no, like telling so you. Weird. It's like me telling my wife in October, hey, I'm not getting you a Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't make it okay. It's still yeah. like, if, well, they'd have brought nothing else, but that's what, you know, I think they showed, I counted 15 games at the conference, I'll play 10 of them. Sure. It's like telling your wife think, you're going to spit on a barista. <laughs> I can't get over how smart they presented. They presented Mario Maker in the exact perfect way. In the Nintendo like, World Championship way? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, because that's we went insane for that. Yeah. Like the, the, it's, it was just so perfect because it shows um, those levels were all those levels were actually like funny they were constructed in the way that like jokes are constructed yep. um, where they would have like a section that's really 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 hard to get through then something that's just crazy then something that's like puzzly like you, have to, you actually have to go backwards yeah. to get through it then bring in like famous really well known really skilled speedrunners to sort of yeah. see if they can figure out those levels in real time um, they couldn't have done anything better to show the potential of that package now the concern is that, uh, like, okay, so, like, what levels am I making? Like, I can't do that. And what level can anyone, like, can Nintendo have tools that will surface those sorts yeah, of levels? Yeah, curation is be the tough yeah. thing. That's, that's what's always hurt. Like, um, companies better than Nintendo are more skilled and experienced than Nintendo have even had trouble with curation. And oh, yeah, Little Big Planet, that's a problem yeah. with it. Sound Shape sells a problem with it. Yeah, that can be, and you, but at the same time, uh, with the tools being so much easier to use, it is going to be a lot easier to fool around and figure out what's good and what's not really quick within the maker, and I like that. WarioWare DIY and Sound Shapes both showed the potential mm-hmm. uh, that touchscreens mm-hmm. have for game design, and when it's easier to throw ideas around, I think you're going to have some help with curation because people throw bad stuff out there, see that it's not doing well in a starring system of some kind, go back, rework it, rework it. I, I think it's going to be a lot easier yeah. to see new iterations on levels, and that'll probably improve the quality of what you see out there, just the law of Yeah, it's just that. tough. Like, I haven't, Nintendo hasn't gained my trust with online yet. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, and that's this, is a, this is a very heavy thing. So. I think that's a game like StarCraft 2 for me that I will watch more than play. Like I want to watch, oh. I want to watch, I want to watch uh, speedrunners run through insane levels of Mario Maker, you know, on YouTube every day. But well, I don't, do you I watch don't. a lot of StarCraft? I used to. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, I well, that was the only esport I've ever been into. I'm super excited for Mario Maker. That's one of my most anticipated games for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I that's why make, I bought my Wii. I wonder if they can make wait. money from that. Just like they don't make the money from the sixty dollars game, they make money from people watching videos of it. Hmm. I mean, Nintendo has been trying to like claim YouTube. Yeah. Stuff, right? Interesting. Maybe that's part of their. Ah, scheming. You see a little Reggie puppet doing this. Yeah. yeah. Those puppets were creepy. I uh, liked them. They were beautiful. Oh, I liked the puppets. Yeah. I thought their presentation was fun. Uh, yeah. Just I thought their game line was. Did you really find them creepy? Yeah, puppets are weird. Uh, I like the general, you, do you think the Muppets are weird? I think they some of the Muppets are weird. Like well, Fozzie Bear. He wears a tie but no pants. What's going on there? Uh, Donald Duck's the same thing. I mean, he's got like. A I'm not giving Donald pants. Duck a pass either. <laughs> tie no pants. I do that sometimes. Donkey Kong tie no pants. <laughs> I do that in the office. About Except once that a Donkey week. Kong, uh, that uh, Skylander. Hey, he's wearing a suit. Yeah, it's a tracksuit. Yeah. Uh, of the third-party conferences, I thought Bethesda was unquestionably the strongest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft showed a lot of good games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although their conference still had some awkward moments. Uh, Aisha Tyler was out in the audience with that dude. That was awkward. Yeah, that, that was, was so that weird. was really weird. <laughs> yeah. Whoever that what did they dude, expect? Whoever that dude was that came out to sing the song, like I, like you've Jason got, Derulo. You've got Just Dance, and I know it's really I didn't popular, know it was him, but so he didn't E3 sing his name. Probably isn't the right place for. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, I don't like, think I don't think any like people who are watching E3 are going to be like, holy shit, <laughs> Angela Bassett <laughs> is in this game. <laughs> 
That was really weird. Um, but it's but nice the, to have two women on stage talking sure, to cool each means, other. Yeah. Like, um, just, and the games were cool. I mean, Division, Rainbow Six, uh, Syndicate, played all three, enjoyed all three. Um, for Honor, for Honor is like the secret, dope. Yeah, the secret really, game. really cool thing there. And then, yeah. uh, wait, did you mention uh, Ghost, Ghost Recon? Recon? Wow. Rogue, I keep yeah. forgetting that they unveiled this new Ghost Recon. Yeah, from what it sounds like, it's like, it's like, like Far insane open Recon. world. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody nailed down For Honor for me for a second, because again, I'm hearing all over the map on this. I'm hearing everything from Bushido Blade to Dynasty Warriors. I, I need... It's, it's more Bushido Blade. Yeah. See, I don't think so. I think it's more Dynasty Warriors. It's, it's Dynasty like Warriors. It's battles, but you, 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 you can only take two or three hits. It's Dynasty Warriors, but then it becomes Bushido. It's Dynasty Warriors when you're fighting just like a bunch of creeps, and then all of a sudden you get to another human player, and it sort of turns into Bushido Blade, where you need to like it's slow down. tri-directional, so you block left, upper, right, and then you attack left, upper, right, and then people's attacks are telegraphed. And so... Kind of like Fight Night? Like that kind of feel? Or? Um... I mean, a little. Yeah. yeah. I mean, more like Bushido Blade. Like, okay. uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, that's basically it in a nutshell. Okay. Very focused on, uh, like, team fights. Like, if it's two on one, you're kind of in a world of hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little bit like, it felt to me like heavy and solid. And maybe it's just because it was 4v4 at E3, but it felt like Gears of War, but with swords. Mm-hmm. Um, in the sense that that positioning and awareness of the other players. And flanking really matters a lot more than it does in uh, in, in some other multiplayer games. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was cool. I'm excited. We only got to play as knights. So I'm excited to see how the Vikings yeah. and the samurai are different. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what the different modes, what the single player is. Yeah, they all, they're only showing off multiplayer, and so we did clear up that it's going to have sort of a full sort of single player game. It's a ah. full sixty dollar game. Um, you know, um, it looks really really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm tired of seeing canned multiplayer demos on stage at E3. Like so, like the division, like when they have. Uh huh. The players, the fake, the are fake like players, fa- the fake yeah. oh, yeah. and then he chooses to betray them. Or, but even not even that. More like uh, the Rainbow Six one, where like yeah. no one talks that way when they're actually playing. Yeah. They yeah. cover me. I'm going in. And it's just like it's not. That's not real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Ubisoft's thing. Um, the yeah. games looked really cool, but yeah. I just like that presentation. I'm over. Super stoked. Yeah. The Terrorist Hunt is coming back as oh. Terror Hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was always a super fun mode. Mm-hmm. And then I thought EA's conference was a little. Yeah. Yeah. Ended strong with uh, Battlefront, yeah. but you were like... We had that Pele. Yeah, Pele, and, Pele, we had Pele and, and Hoop God. And we had that Ma- had the Mass Effect teaser, which was, which was really I liked cute. the trailer. Yeah, I, I liked that a lot. Yeah. I it thought was a really the, good trailer. Yeah. That was really well constructed. Yeah, and uh, Unravel is really cool. Yeah. yeah. That game's great. Did you uh, play that game? Yes. Uh, for anyone who sort of likes Limbo, it's a, yep. it's a weighty physics-based uh, I don't sort of like Limbo. You sort of love Limbo. Yeah, and Yarny was like the cutest thing ever. Yeah. Good on you, Yarny. Speaking of Limbo, the missing games of E3, Inside was one yeah, of them. Yeah, that was the, a big uh, one. Creators of Limbo. Ago, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, it was last year. It was revealed last year. Oh, you're right, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, just uh, absent. Uh, but they have said, you know, obviously, like it was originally slated for spring 2015. They're like, hey, we yeah. obviously slept, uh, but we are hard at work on the game. So You wrote a whole feature on the missing games of E3. I did. Mm-hmm. There, was, there was 11 of them. <laughs> I remember Limbo. <laughs> Uh, Criterion's <laughs> Extreme Sports. That was another one we wrote about. That yeah. was during the EA conference last year. Yeah, no, that was it. On that one. Yeah, that's uh, the, they showed it in the sort of like first person, like you're you're hang gliding and you're on a dirt bike and uh, looks cool. It and just turned into the new Point Break movie. The game. Oh, man. that's what it was. I could, I could deal with that. Yeah, Dead Island Two. Dead Island Two. Yeah, another that game that we, uh, debuted at the last Microsoft year. conference last year. Yeah, yeah, with a really good trailer. Great yeah. trailer. And then we got to play it at Gamescom. Gamescom and. Pax, uh, yeah, I think. and then it just sort of went off the grid, and they well, said I didn't it got delayed. You played it? I mean, was it okay? Yeah. Well, I didn't play it. Uh, we, we the collective, we, we played it. Yeah, yeah, we played it at Pax Prime, <laughs> and it looked well. One of them, one time it looked rough, and the one time it looked promising. I forget, yeah. I forget which time. Yeah, it yeah, with Pax and, and Gamescom, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a that's uh, becoming symptomatic of games, you know, maybe being shown a little too early. Yeah, uh, which is why that Fallout being announced and then 
hey, it's coming out in five months is yeah. so insane. Yeah. I can't wait for that. So, rate this year's E3 on the mm. IGN scale. Oh, wow. I'd say an eight. It was great. 8.2. 8.2. I would do. I would do higher. I would do 8.5. Okay. Only eight. Yeah, yeah. Can you think of any three that was in the nines? Three uh, years ago when the consoles were revealed. That's, yeah. That one was good. I actually that don't remember. Good. I actually never, okay. ever remember the show floors themselves. They're just a big blur. But that press conference mm-hmm. day was one of the best days of my professional life. Yeah. Like, working. Not, not counting personal life, but... Um, those Mostly consoles just because a, Sony just just tore Microsoft into shreds. It's, it's the so ones that, incredible. Yeah, those ones where somebody gets destroyed are almost more entertaining. E3 yeah. 1995, where, where again, where Sony destroyed Sega, same thing. Just yeah. a, a crazy, crazy yeah. moment. <laughs> I really... <laughs> the E3 itself was bad, but E3 2004, uh, where Reggie <coughs> came out on stage no, and yeah. said, I, ass and yeah, names. I, I'm Reggie, I'm all about kicking ass and taking names, like that whole deal, and at the end of that conference is when they had the Twilight Princess reveal. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I was in the audience for that, and that was pretty incredible. Did you cry? I did not cry. The man next to me was losing his goddamn mind. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. People have seen the video on YouTube, and like the guy that you can hear freaking out in the video might have been the guy that was right next to you. Yeah, you're like, pear, quiet. (laughs) (laughs) But this was this was what we want. This this was lots and lots of good games, Mm -hmm. many of which are coming out this year or next spring. Mm -hmm. That's that's an exciting thing. This is good E3. Great E3. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Hi. Listeners, remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like John did. Whoa. Hi, John. John says, hi, everyone. Howdy, John. After the Bethesda conference, it seemed that Fallout was almost a sure thing for Game of the Show. A few days later, most major sites, including IGN, had picked something else. Do you think that Fallout suffered because it wasn't something new and was expected to be awesome, relative to something surprising like Horizon or Battlefront? Or were other games just more impressive? Curious to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, the big secret about E3 awards, or maybe it's not a secret, is that it's kind of an award for who has the best magic show. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know. Like, we don't know. It's not It's not a promise of we think Battlefront's going to be the best game of the mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. It's it, It's also an issue of access. Like, yeah. Battlefront had 40 people up playing it on stage. It was relatively easy to get in and see a lot of. Yeah, um, yeah. That's the thing. None of us, they only let, like, say for Steve, played Fallout. They only let our, Steve, our editor-in-chief, play Fallout. For judging, yeah. like, actual. So there's a thing called Judges Week where, that's where <coughs> there's pretty much one person for every outlet, usually the EIC, is an actual judge. Yeah. And so they get to play stuff like Dark Souls and they get to play it like that the rest of us don't. So E3, the E3 award is a combination of the game that was the most fun and the game that we do think has potential to be good when it comes out, but also just the game that had the best showing at the show mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. And Fallout, in my opinion, if I were if I were to make a prediction, make a bet, I think it's going to be a better game than Battlefront. Yeah. Like I just I do, but um, that doesn't make it a better game at E3. Mm-hmm. And historically, IGN has granted these awards uh, many times to <laughs> developers that have created games that have done things we haven't seen before. For example, just a few years ago, the E3 game of the show for IGN was Scribblenauts, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which is a little quaint little DS game that did something nobody had ever seen before. Well, it felt like game. magic at the time. It's like reading your mind. Still one of the best DS games. Yeah. I, I love that. I game. like Scribblenauts. Yeah. yeah, we did. To be fair, we have gotten some very wrong. Oh, including absolutely. Rage. That's probably the big standout. <laughs> Raji. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. part of it. 
Yeah, I mean, Battlefront was just really fun. Like, everyone played it. Yeah. Really, really fun. It sort of tweaks that Star Wars nostalgia. It's better than people expected it to be. It gets the game of the show. But yeah, that, yeah. And, and there was no, that's, you know, not a slight, I think it's a, a comment on just how strong yeah. the lineup was, is that. It's the, also worth pointing out, uh, we don't reveal our votes, but it was very, very, very close. Yeah. Between Battlefront and Fallout. Yeah, and there's a lot of things, like certain, uh, like, I think I, Andrew Goldfarb and I were the only ones who saw the Behind Closed Doors Uncharted demo. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that was the thing for me that was like, this, this stuff on stage at Sony was good, but the Behind Closed Doors thing was, yeah. like, incredible. And um, I've heard, uh, you know, um, it's a fast and furious week. Uh, you're all <coughs> doing the best you can to see as many games as you can. And I've heard from people that saw Horizon that it was just absolutely incredible. Yeah. And if everyone... Could have seen a game like that. Maybe the awards could have yeah. swung a different way, but Weeks you know, a little you, too fast. You played, but you played. I just like living things. in a world where there's a game where cavemen can hunt robot dinosaurs. That I needed I to happen. All about That's those robot cave dinosaurs. Women. Boom. Cave, cave women. Good point. Yep, cave people. Uh, now is the time on Gamescoop when we play video game twenty questions. Oh yeah. And our game suggestion this week comes from Keenan. Hey, Keenan. He's picked it. Everybody knows how this works. We're playing by sudden death rules now. You know, you know how this works, Jared? No, I don't know the sudden death if rules. If you guess a specific game and it's wrong, you guys lose. <gasps> we actually die. The horror. Yeah. Okay. We kill you on camera. Wow. Jeez. All right, that's Cut your head off really like Shinji Mikami instead. Yeah. <laughs> wow. uh, when play. you are ready, you may begin asking me the question. Oh, yeah, that's right. we gotta, we got to actually <laughs> oh, yeah. play the game. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay. Let's start. Let's start, and let's go in circles. Did All it right. come out before two thousand? No. Uh, is it on a Sony platform? Mm, no. Ooh. Ooh. Goodness. Uh, is it a uh, PC exclusive? No. Okay. Is it on a Nintendo platform? No. All right. Here we go. Uh, so it's an Xbox game. Is we it, have a, yeah. Let's get specific. Uh, is it? Uh, was it an Xbox uh, three hundred and sixty game? Yes. All right. Uh, is it a first-person shooter? Yes. Okay. Oh, but exclusive. No, I said a 360 game. Oh, right, but we know it didn't appear on Nintendo or Sony or PC. He said, is it a PC exclusive? exclusive? So it could also be on PC. Okay. Um, but it didn't appear on Sony at all. No. So that shooter. probably still means it's a uh, Is it a first-party game? Uh, no. Mm. Does it have a... Is it a game in a series? Or is it a one? Like, yes. Is it a part of a series? Mm, yes. You want to consult the... No, I mean, just, what do you consider a series? I mean, like... So if uh, there I'm were... Thinking, this is not my guess. I'm just consulting with my team. I'm thinking maybe, like, Call of Juarez or... No, those all hit PC. And they were all Well, again, no, these can be on PC. I only asked if it was PC exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Uh, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't enough. So is that game... I'm just trying to think. But Black was only on Sony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not first party, so it's not Halo. Mm-hmm. This is 360. Did Doom ever make it to a Sony platform? This is 360. Oh, Doom it was around 360. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, it was on XBLA. The original Doom was on XBLA. Yeah, it was on XBLA. But, no, yeah, but, but that's this is not the original Doom. <laughs> if this is the original Doom on XBLA, I'm never appearing on GameScoop again. <laughs> it's not the original Doom because that came out before 2000. I know, like, that's why I said yeah. if it's that, I'm But I'm just saying, it, like, you keep oh, saying 360, yeah, right. like Halo is on 362. You're a bunch correct. of Halo you're games. A Halo. That's your point. But it's not Halo games. I'm just using hey, that David, logic. Yeah. We're back. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna, uh, is this game M-rated? Yes. And for mature. Oh, yes. my. You know what? Skip me because I'm dancing. Is it, is it, I was going to ask an or question. Is it sci-fi, future, futuristic? No. No, that's World War, World War II. Yeah, does this take place during a, 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 uh, like a real war? No. 
Doesn't happen during a real war, so it's none of the none of the early Call of Duty Homefront. games, anything like that. Uh, that's not a real war, is it? Homefront's during like. Um, wait, so let's recap. Uh, Homefront was on PlayStation. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So not a first-party game. Yeah. Appeared on the Xbox 360. An M-rated first-person shooter. Didn't appear on Nintendo. Did we ask specifically about Sony? I don't even remember. We asked yeah. if it was on, on a Sony platform. So it's not. Yeah. It's not. Uh, in, in, wait, part of a series, what did you say? Yes? Yes. Okay. And, and uh, it's a first person we shooter. actually got way more hints than that. It's, it's not futuristic or sci-fi, but right. it's not, uh, doesn't take place does, in a real world. Does this game have right. a multiplayer element? Yes. Okay. Mm. Not sci-fi, multiplayer element, and on the 360. What is Battle this? Bad Company? Ooh. Um, no, that appeared on Sony stuff. That's our Sony stuff. Yeah. It yeah. can't be that. Uh, I feel very foolish. I'm sure the audience is screaming. Does this game have a... Uh, like, hmm. what you would consider a good story mode, like a good story. Mm. It's a little bit. It's a wishy-washy question. I want to know if I mean, that, that's what, what you said. You're you asking know what, me if I think the game has a good story, or like collectively, do people think? Would you say the general consensus? I say hmm. it, this game is not known for that. Okay. No. Okay. Well, see, it's not a sci-fi story. F. <laughs> not a sci-fi story. The first person shooter. It's not, it's not just cause two, you know. Was that? Uh, oh no, that was sci-fi. Yeah. Far Cry was on Force. The game made by the the people. Oh, publisher. Uh, is it mm. Ghost Recon? Ooh. Ooh. What? But no, Ghost Recon or Graw? No, Graw's not first person. It's third person. Yep. Um, Keep thinking of third person things. Yeah. Wait. What was the? What was the? We try to narrow publisher. Yeah, wait. What was the people can fly one where you where you're zip zapping and you kicking what, people? I suggest that, but that. No, but that, no, don't. First of all, you can't guess the game. Yeah, yeah. I just you said Bulletstorm. Okay. I was looking at you. But that's sci-fi. Mm. You're on a spaceship. Yep, lots of sci-fi. But I thought USS Bulletstorm. Bullet what, what are there other settings besides sci-fi? Maybe we can narrow it by that. It's not a war. It's not sci-fi. Are there any other no, like, tropey settings? Those are the settings. <laughs> Could it be? Did, wait, was it? Do you say rated M? Do you say yes? So it's yeah. an M rated. It's an oh. M rated Xbox like, slash Xbox PC. This is not. Game. This is not going well. I'm sure people out no. there are starting to figure it out. No, <laughs> they're not. Uh, is it based off an existing property? Ooh, that's a good question. No. F. Oh man. Uh, oh, that's frustrating. I know. I, know. We, I mean, we can try to do. Uh, but publisher developers a trap because yeah. it's probably someone weird. Yeah. And he. Oh, a, I got it. Oh, I did. What is it? I got, what do you it. Think? I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Was it a 360 launch title? Nope. F? Were you thinking King Kong? No. I'm thinking Condemned 2. Condemned 2? Yeah. First was shooter, M rated, only on Microsoft platforms, uh, part of a series. I mean, do we want to. Okay, I, uh, I have a question. Does the, is the game spooky? Yes. Yes. But F, Condemned doesn't have multiplayer. Okay. Ah. Was it, is the game made by a company we talked about Spooky. on this game scoop? Um, Jesus. No, because I don't want to start saying. No. Wait, with Spooky? Do you hear that? You hear that? No. Spooky. Oh, is this spooky a Quake game? Uh, uh, not made by somebody we talked about at this press quake? conference. Well, that's right. Because no, there's three questions left. Yes. No, that's why I didn't want to say Why that. is it Spooky? It could be Spooky. Uh, oh, is it just Bioshock? No, because that's, that's sci-fi. everything. Wow. Yeah. It's sci-fi and it's on, and, it's on yeah, PlayStation. It's sci-fi. Wait, wait, wait. What was the zombie? The Dead, Dead, Dead Island? Yeah, that was on yeah. Sony. Oh, yeah. No, uh, Fear was on That's both, the part I keep right? missing. Ooh, yeah, Fear was on Fear both. Fear was on both. Uh, spooky. Uh, wait, that's a, that's a big uh, hint we just got. So it's not Ubisoft, EA, or well, we, did we, mention, we didn't mention Activision. developer. I said, was it developed uh, by a company we talked about on this show? Oh, Goodness. why is it spooky? What's spooky about it? Uh, That's not a yes or no question. Uh, are you, are you, are you shocked too? No, are you... 
Are you killing things that aren't human? What does that mean? What a weird question to ask. That's a that's a hard that's a hard yes or no question to answer. Okay, I don't really. The 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 eight ball is confused. I mean, wow. I guess the if that if the answer is yes or no, it's. I can't even think. Exactly. I don't want to mislead you. Is this like that America question that time? Where yeah, where I don't want to mislead okay. anybody. Right. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, yeah, Thank you. Right. Right. Someone's just got to pull the trigger. We're in trouble. No, we I don't, I don't question. Yeah. Three questions. FPS is on the 360 are like a giant blind spot for me. So I, 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 is its title in the first? Does the title start with a letter in the first half of the alphabet? <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> also, wait, 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 uh, so M, M or prior? Yes. Okay. That's a pretty good question. Can we split it again? G or before? Uh, ask me the question again. So does it start with a G a or prior G to a. it? No. Okay, so H-I-J-K-L-M. H-I-J-K-L-M. Last question. We said home front. J K kill Kill man's? Kill, what's you got it. This is your last guess. Man's? This is it. You have to, if you don't guess the game, you lose. This is the guess. This is the guess. Okay. Wait. So what are the letters? H i j k l m. Haze? No, that was on PS3. Can I use my lifeline? Can I? Can I call? Can I call? I. J. Jericho. Oh. Oh. Was that a game? Yeah. That was a game. But that was a Bethesda game, wasn't it? I don't know. That'd be a, a mean game to pick for this game, though. <laughs> uh, was that first person? I don't remember. I don't know. You guys are going to kick yourselves. Um, I'm, are, am, I, am I angry? Is, well, sh- is All right. This, wait, is it? Let's guess it. Let's do this. Bring us in. Okay, we're bringing it in. Is it a Halo game? No, he said no, it's not he first said party. It's on sci-fi. I'm going to have Zach pull up the, the image here. Okay. Zach, wait. Uh, they're not, they're not ever gonna what letter does it start with? Uh, so we've already lost. We lost. Oh, we lost. But okay. what letter does it start with? L. I, I am lost here. I'm going to bring it up, Zach. Zach, don't okay, do it. Zach's going to bring it up. Left for Dead 2, everybody listening at home. Left for Dead 2. That's really dumb. <laughs> so, wow. That's why when you asked me if they're humans, I didn't want to like mislead no, no, you because they're got former it. You humans. Got it. Wow, that's... Yeah, I just... That was a really good one. I'll be tendering my resignation. Leaving <laughs> I'm going to tender my today. resignation. Wow. Oh, that's that not, bad. That wasn't great. <laughs> I don't deserve to work here <laughs> anymore. So w- let's postmortem this real yeah, quick. Everybody thought uh, it seemed like twenty questions was too easy when, and so I instead of the rule that you, if you, the sudden death rule. Now yeah. is it too hard? No, because no, the rule no. wouldn't have made a difference. Okay. No, I think that I, we, I wouldn't have yeah. got there. We just straight up screwed up. <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, if we were to postmortem this, we should have maybe honed in on like the kind of spooky. Yeah, even zombie YouTube channel. <laughs> ghost, ghost spooky, zombie. Yeah, but by the time spooky. we got the spooky, we were near the end of it. Yeah, but you yeah. could have done like yeah, ghost or zombie. Yeah. Like if we if we if we honed it if on zombie. One of us would have said the word zombie. Yeah, I yeah. think this would have clicked in. And this and this was not a subtle game. You didn't pick something obscure. Yeah. I mean, this is a huge freaking. I game. like that we legitimately mm. thought it could be Hayes or Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> Clive Barker's I mean, Jericho. Someone, yeah. we're, we're taking uh, these questions from uh, the listeners now. I mean, so we've gotten in. we've gotten way deeper cuts than this. We play, just yeah. play with the mansion. Was well, the, we missed uh, that one. Yeah, that was, I just I, mean we've correctly guessed way deeper. Cuts this than is this. this is a game I didn't play much of and just forget. I didn't like it as much as everybody else did. Just forgot about. Yeah, it. I also think about it. I mean, I know it was on 360, but I always think about it as a PC game. Really, mm-hmm. I played it on 360. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. 
All right, that is all the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, Jared. Thank you. Uh, remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Don't forget, if you're local, about the IGN house party and after party this Saturday. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop and we Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.